get your bag right. Get busy on five extra loud mornings. The cold is over. Listen, we can all agree that during the times of Corona, communication breakdowns are uh, everywhere. Because A, we're going through trauma. B, now we're all working at home. We're not doing things there, hanging out with each other. Um, But also just in general, some companies are terrible. Terrible at communication. No one knows what's going on uh, except for the people that are actually doing the things. It's tough. It's so tough. To chat to us about this, we've got uh, the founder of Ziana Business Consulting and Training, Nomozibulo Changa. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. It's such an interesting topic. Um, happy Saturday to you, and, and thanks for coming on to 5 Extra Loud Mornings. Thank you, Nicole, and thank you to your listeners, and good morning. So the how-to on sending emails, making calls, presenting to your managers, general communication within an organization, a lot of people don't know that there's actually ways to go about this. But before we even get into the the technicalities of it, what is business communication and why is it important for an organization? So business communication is a process of sharing information between the employer and the employee and sometimes between the employer and external stakeholders such as the suppliers your 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 mm. the suppliers your clients etc and communication sometimes um becomes ineffective so that's why with organization it's important that they develop their own communication or employee engagement strategy where you will then define communication um, as being an effective tool in the organization. Yeah. Because if it is not effective, then it gets broken down, like the things that you just said. Um, maybe, um, you know, employees spending too much on emails where it could have been meetings or spending too much on meetings where it could have been on email. Mm-hmm. So effective communication becomes very important. And then between that communication, there's a communicator and the recipient of the communication. So um, there's elements where effective communication can help foster a good working relationship between the employer and the employee and also effective communication can also improve the employee morale um, so yes. it is critical for business success definitely um, <laughs> what would what would you say are the different types of business communication um, that exists so the obviously email phone call is whatsapp good or bad for work <laughs> Um, WhatsApp has its own advantages, just as any other communication tool. But let me break it down like this. There are four main types of business communication. There's an internal upward communication. This is where um, the employees give feedback to the employer in terms of reports, um, the performance of their work, etc. Mm. And then there's what is called internal downward communication. This is where the employer now or the manager gives information or shares information to the employee. And then there's internal lateral where employees communicate amongst each other. Um, this is common now via emails, meetings, messages, um, um, WhatsApps, etc. And then there's external communication where the employer or the organization communicates with their stakeholders such as customer suppliers, etc. So when it comes to internal um, um, lateral where employees communicate amongst each other, it's very important that um, the culture is such that um, employees are, it, 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 it creates a conducive culture for, for employee engagement so that employees are able to raise issues when they have issues. Right. But there's certain yes. policies to raise issues. We, we don't just, as an example, if 
um, I am an employee, a female employee that has been, um, as an example, sexually harassed by a male employee. I do not have to send a WhatsApp message to my boss. I do not have to send an email to my boss. There's a certain process that I need to follow. And that process is actually requesting for a meeting with HR in your company, as well as your direct line manager, where you are lodging a grievance. Then in that grievance, that's where you state the sequence of events leading to you reporting the uncomfortability of the incident that I've just mentioned. Mm. So that type of, um, you know, communication cannot be done via a WhatsApp. Um, Another one that cannot be done via WhatsApp is when it comes to performance management. Performance management is very critical for the business uh, because, number one, it fosters, um, um, you know, increases employee productivity. And number one, it's, it's, it's critical for business growth. So you cannot discuss um, things of that magnitude via a WhatsApp or a message or an email. So it's important that um, the employees meet with their direct manager, discuss what are the deliverables of performance, how are we going to get to this performance, what are the measurements of this performance, and what is it that the employer can do if I am not performing. Mm. So there's certain ways of, of looking at communication. There, there are you know uh, messages that can be done via WhatsApp and, and messages and email, but there are there are ones that need to follow a certain process. Uh, Norma, I think let's let's carry on this conversation. I'd like to just invite uh, people listening if they've got any questions or queries, and then I'll, I'll also have a few more. But let's just have a, a pause, uh, take a track, and then carry on. I did not realize that there were so many different levels and intricacies to the communication. And what you touched on now is so important, especially with the sensitivity around the content of the communication and I didn't mm. didn't even factor that in for me it was just about making sure everyone's on the same page but now there's some things that need to be said but I don't know how to go about doing it because A you've been nowhere but this thing is really bothering me but how do I engage with you in a professional way that it get, can get worked on got a message Norma on um, on WhatsApp someone saying everything that uh, that Norma's been saying is exactly what I'm learning in my textbook so thank you very much it makes more sense when I hear it from her so I thought that was that was quite sweet. Have we lost Norma? No, no, no. We oh, there we go. <laughs> I was just like, um, either she didn't like that or we've lost her. No, 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 no. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to the listener. Um, so Norma Zibulo is the founder of Ziana Business Consulting and Training. Miss um, Changa, for some people who have, uh, I suppose, they don't have an effective way of speaking to their boss, especially when it comes to we were mentioning sensitive topics now. GBV is is definitely is definitely one harassment, etc. But now, what about the the delicate subject of a raise or your salary? Mm, How mm. do you go about initiating that conversation? That was actually a question that came in um, from Kesia in in Kimberley. She's like. Um, Great chat, good communication, um, but how do I chat to an employer in a very small company if I need to um, talk about a raise and my salary? Mm-hmm. Thank you for that question. I think firstly I'd like to mention that um, 39% um, of employees don't believe that their employer um, communicates effectively. So that's a stat um, um, globally, that 39% of employees, they don't believe that their employer is communicating effectively. So it means that there is definitely a gap and there is a problem. So to come back to the question, um, how do then as an employee negotiate a salary or start that conversation with your direct manager? So when you negotiate a salary, it's very important that you go back to what is it that you need to achieve. 
So as an employee, you should be having a contract of employment and you should be having a, um, a job description which defines exactly what is it that you need to do and you should be having a performance contract. And then from the performance contract, that's where you can start um, to talk about the salary raise because upon that, you can say, when I look at my job description and when I look at what I needed to achieve, I've actually exceeded, I've achieved 120% of what you wanted me to achieve. I've went beyond the call of duty um, in terms of deliverables mm-hmm. and I've made sure that the company has um, made um, its profit in terms of growth or the company has um, made some sort of um, um, you know, um, there's some sort of uh, a positive outcome that the company has received uh, because of my contribution. Yes. And another thing that um, you know, employees often do make because I worked in an HR um, company, I, wor- I worked as an HR professional before and I was employed by the company so I've dealt with a lot of, of these requests. Another thing that I would like to caution employees when they go and ask for a salary raise is that they often like to compare what is it that they're doing amongst their colleagues. So that is a definite no-no because oh. each and every person um, um, in the organization has their own job description and, and have their own uh, performance agreement um, um, terms um, in terms of what is it that they need to agree on. So what is important is to speak about your contribution, speak about your value and how your value has been contributed to the organization, to making the organization um, um, to, to, to realize maybe it's profit or maybe to look um, good in terms of reputation um, within the organization because of your contribution. Then there then you can say, okay, when I started, this is where I started, this is what my job wanted me to do and over the and years, the I've exceeded. Yeah. Yes, the scope has changed and I've exceeded, even though the scope has changed, I've exceeded my expectation and therefore um, I'm looking at, um, you know, my, 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 my son is going to varsity, whatever uh, personal circumstances that you can state to motivate your, your case. My son is going to varsity and Unfortunately, I cannot afford um, things that are becoming expensive and um, my contribution. I want to stop you there, Norma, because I I fundamentally have an issue with this because I also think, I don't think you should have to justify because your personal circumstances have changed. If you deserve an increase, and we should have a yearly increase, most, most industries, at least inflation or slightly above. Otherwise, you're actually losing money. And the Mm. fact that you have to say to your employer, listen, like sort of like hat in hand, listen, things have changed and almost like beg for something that should be given to you if you are completing the job description and if you are meeting all the requirements. It shouldn't have to be a please, can I, because please, please, like you're doing the work and you're doing a good job. I fully agree. And I fully agree with you. So there's there's certain types of increases, okay? Yeah. So there's an annual increase which is, is, is attached to an inflation like what you said. It's an inflationary increase which all organizations should be providing their employees, especially if the business has grown yes. um, in terms of revenue in yes. that year um, and, and, and with, with everything going um, um, you know, expensive. So it's an inflationary increase. So the inflationary increase is between 4 to 6% depending on the inflation of that year. That is non-negotiable that all employees are to receive that. But now I'm talking about in between um, salary attachment okay. where you find that um, you know, as much as yes, everyone else has gotten the 
5% or the 6% within the organization in that year based on the inflationary. But um, with you are now negotiating based on the value that you have generated mm. for the company, not based on the fact that there is inflation and that is due to you. Proper so over you and above, need, yeah. yeah. So you need to show that value and that value needs to be quantifiable. You know, you need to quantify it that when we started in this department, this is how things were. When I got in and this is my interventions that are put in place and then this is how the department looks and this is now how the organization is viewing the department in terms of the scorecard of the department we have grown and this growth shows that i have contributed certain percent of this therefore i am entitled to a salary increase because i went over and above um what was required of my um um, of my scope of work and 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 to make sure that we deliver and to make sure that our department does not drop the ball in terms of assisting the organization to meeting its objectives is this a conversation that you're having on email or in person or over the phone not over the phone not on email it's a face-to-face engagement yes Yes. it's it's very important uh, because remember communication has also um non-verbal cues so you pick up communication from the non-verbal cues um, um, and, and maybe it's going to be much better in terms of quantifying. Get your back right. Get busy on 5 Extra Loud Mornings. 5FM.